0: Hey, Cryptocurrent Crew, we have some really exciting news for you today. So we recently partnered with Blocks Live TV to bring you CCTV, which is a 24-hour cryptocurrency and blockchain news delivered straight to you. So if you go to our homepage of our website, or if you go to the tab called CCTV, you can go and watch and stream right now, which is brand new content being delivered to you daily. When you have a moment, please go and check it out. And now for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I got a very special guest all the way out in Bulgaria. We got George. How are you doing today?
1: Hey, uh, pretty well. Thank you. How are you, Richard?
0: Oh, man, I'm doing great. I'm excited to learn more about LimeChain, everything that's going on with that, and to learn a little bit more about you as well. But before we get started, how about
1: you give us a little bit of background about yourself? My name is George Spazov. I'm co-founder of SlimeChain and SlimeChain is pretty much one of the leading professional services companies in the blockchain space. We have had like something like, I don't know, maybe closing to 90 different projects in terms of like consulting and development, which is like where this is budget of honor. And I personally have been involved with the the vast majority of of this. Before that, prior to that, I was like going into the enterprise world, but I... First, my first encounter with crypto was essentially when I got into the Consensus Academy, uh, and I was one of the people that passed it with, uh, with applying colors. And after this, we found the LimeChain and the rest is history.
0: Well, definitely looking forward to learn more about what you have going on with LimeChain and how y'all are able to create it all. What was your first introduction to the crypto blockchain space? How did you first learn about it? And then what made you decide, all right, I'm definitely getting all in on this right now?
1: Quite a lucky break, I guess. I have a great friend called Denitza. She founded a startup called Propy, and the startup called Propy actually turned into blockchain in order to make real estate tokenization. Pretty much, they wanted to tokenize the deeds, and they wanted for the deed properties, property transfer processes to go through blockchain. And she introduced me to blockchain and said, hey, like there are not many developers that can do smart contract coding. Can you do so? And I decided to start looking into what it takes to do Solidity coding. And I found some friends together with me and we decided to do, start some coding. And out of this, we found that, hey, there is a lot of, lot of demand for this. A lot of people want to, uh, smart contracts developed, dApps developed. And out of this essentially was born line chain. So it was a kind of lucky break for somebody that just like luckily said, hey, why don't you look into this Ethereum thing? Awesome. I mean, around what year was that, roughly? It was beginning of 2017. It was like a little bit prior to the initial ICO boom. Right. Right around there. Like it was the time when, when for example, Bancor was doing the ICOs, uh, Status was doing ICO, like the initial ICO boom.
0: Right. And what's why what I like to ask that question is because you've seen the roller coaster that is the, the crypto blockchain space, the rise up to Bitcoin's first all-time highs of near 20,000, all the way back down to 3,000, all the way back up to... Ten to twelve, all the way back down to three again, to where it is now. It's over thirty thousand dollars as the day of this recording. When I was first started cryptocurrency, we were going down the bear market from two thousand eighteen, even to like early twenty twenty. One of the things that I really appreciated about the guests I'd bring on the show were the just building stuff to last, building it to actually work, not really just trying to go out and raise as much money as you can, and then try to make your quick buck and dip out, like actually building something for the future. And I know that's at, you know, at LimeChain, that's what a lot of what you're focused on is making sure that the projects that you work with are built to last and survive the test of time and are going to be here for the future. Can you kind of speak a little bit to how you are able to create this company and, and what y'all do and, and how y'all are helping to further that commitment to creating something that lasts?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll take a specific point that you made there about, uh, that you said there about the bear market. So essentially, you remember after the initial ICO boom, there was like a a huge crash on the crypto, you know? Like Ethereum was at one time, at at all time, high like, I don't know, 1400 then it went down to 80 bucks, I think. What was interesting is that from day one, what we decided from Blanchain with my other three co-founders is that we are actually going to filter out the people that we work with to projects that are actually have uh i'd say not that monetary long-term look into the blockchain development and blockchain as a technology to provide value for their service so we were kind of lucky at this time because when the cryptocurrency market crashed essentially a lot of professional services company had to lay off a huge percentage of people we were Reading one of the pretty lucky ones that we did not like anyone, but we were actually be able, we were able to actually steadily grow a little bit, even in the in the in the bear market. This is something that we were and we are still very proud of. And we attribute this to the to the filtering criteria. The more that we were filtering, the more interesting use cases were there for Limechain, and we were actually exposed to unique. Innovations. We were exposed to, for example, meta transactions and relaying of transactions all the way back in 2018 when a little group called Meta uh, Meta Cartel now actually exploded into a fully-fledged DAO that is giving grounds. but we were one of the first people in there that were talking, hey, how can we do this relaying thing? How can we improve the user experience for people? How can we have a better tools? All of these things. So I say... Most of what we were doing, we were we were doing like focusing on the blockchain as a value proposition, not that much as a monetary proposition, but as a technology that brings value to businesses and to end users, to people. And we were also focusing on on tooling and raising as much as we can our expertise as innovators.
0: That's awesome. And just like you said, the fact that during that time you were able to grow and find some really great projects that are set to have a really really good Trajectory into this next decade. If you can, can you can you speak to services that you're able to provide? So after you you vet and you make sure you find some really good opportunities. What are the expertise and skills that you're able to bring to these projects
1: during the years? This evolved, so obviously started with smart contract solidity development. So we were able to develop different types of solid smart contracts, not only tokens, not only crowd sales, but different business logic smart contracts, which most of the smart contracts in 2017 were essentially crowd sales for tokens. And but we were focusing more on the development side of the of the smart contract on the business side of the smart contracts and we were able to actually get a deep expertise in this part and a lot of companies were coming for us in order to build a business models on top of solidity smart contracts and also viper we added viper to to this soon after our clients essentially said hey guys you're great but if I hire you, I also need to hire somebody to do my website, and I need to hire somebody to do my if I need a backend service, you know, for some some reason. So we actually in this time we decided to add these things so that our clients can have like a one-stop shop with us, and we were able to start proposing solutions that are not purely smart contract based, but essentially cryptography based in the spec sense stuff like layer two solutions like roll-ups like plasma like state channels we had the the honor to be able to implement this technology in working projects with uh, with some of our clients so historically evolved from these smart contract builders into full blockchain system builders we were also be uh, we were also approached by several other networks apart from ethereum we started building stuff for uh, uh, EOS, we started building stuff for Eternity. We started building stuff for Olkadot. Essentially, after this, it came also building a tooling. So, we are now also apart from smart contracts and business applications, we are also building toolings for different chains so they can be easier and more developer friendly. If this makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. And the use case of being able to build that, you know, before we got on the show, one of the things that I think really resonates is as you're building all this out, making sure it's very secure and making sure that it is done properly and with a good foundation. So you don't have to go back and do double work. As anyone knows that works in the the startup space or the tech space, not building your platform on stable footing and having to go back and do technical debt is a, a big challenge. So I believe that's one of the main things that y- y'all focus on is making sure that a lot of that piece is set up properly, but then Also, the business side of building out the business enterprise is also taken care of. Today's podcast is brought to you by Tantra Labs, where you can earn 12% in Bitcoin and Ethereum yearly. Tantra Labs is a team of researchers, engineers, and data scientists, economists, and optimists whose primary focus is in Bitcoin, which they believe will usher in a more prosperous future built on sound money. They offer real-time loan tracking, Fast automated onboarding, 100% payment history, and multi-sig storage. And again, you will get 12% APY on the crypto that you loan. Tantra Labs is taking on international clients as well as clients in the U.S. except for the state of New York. For more information, please go to tantralabs.io. Again, that's tantralabs.io. We want to give a quick shout out to our platinum sponsor, Emirate, where you can become part of the world's fastest growing IoT wireless network. You can earn up to $25 or more a month by getting a free cool spot today. What is a cool spot, you may ask? Well, it's just like a Wi Fi hotspot that you use to connect your devices, except you earn Helium HNT every time it is used. How can you earn from this? HNT is your reward for hosting and being an active, valuable participant in the Helium network. How secure is your cool spot? It has end to end encryption and it is used to secure your device and to ensure your privacy on multiple layers. Go to our show notes or go to our website to click the link to get your cool spot delivered to you for free today.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is this is something again important about professional services. I don't know what I think professional services in general have a quite a good rep, but I don't think that they're fully appreciated. But what's important for, for everyone to know is that if you if you have a professional services company that does smart contract developer, it's essentially blockchain development. You're essentially hiring people that have done it. They have done it in, in in other projects that they have taken other projects to life. And most of the time, when you decide to hire, because there is this huge starvation for blockchain developers, you're essentially finding a person that probably has comparable skills or or, or coming from different directions that now transitions into blockchain development. And you know that blockchain development has its own different ways of thinking, its own different ways of breaking stuff, its own immutable ways of, of you have only one chance to deploy to mainnet. And the more experience you have with this, the better you know where things can break, can break down. And I feel that here is where the, the the professional services company can excel just based on experience of the things that they were able to do.
0: And I think that's great. I mean, you make up a really good point of, in a lot of jobs, you have the ability to learn and mess up and be able to recover from it. Whereas on blockchain, if it's immutable, just like you said, you you mess up launching the to mainnet, that's a, that's a big deal. That's a huge setback and you can't afford to to do that, so that really, really important point, and you know, something I do, do think people without having that prior experience wouldn't even really think to know to have that basis when building something out. So, thanks for bringing that to our attention. But with everything with the professional services and everything that's going on, how do you see coming from a, a year after COVID, and as the world is becoming a little bit more connected through being able to work remote and everything else, where do you see this type of work? going in
1: the future i'm massively optimistic towards the blockchain space and the and, and the blockchain development as a whole because it is uh, like the signs are there you know that the giants that are buying cryptocurrencies in order to patch you have seen more and more enterprises adopting or at least trying dipping their their, their fingers into blockchain in order to solve like age long problems that they were not able to solve previously. So I'm massively optimistic. For me, 2019, 2020, in enterprise, if you look at the enterprise lens, these were the years where enterprise was like dipping their toes. They were like trying stuff, proving some concepts, stuff like this. And for me, 2021 and 2022 are going to be years that I think we're going to be looking forward into the blockchain space, into the blockchain development. As the as a new tool that was undiscovered, unearthed to this point, that is going to solve problems that were like very hard to solve previously due to trust issues. My favorite quote from from one of the leading experts in in, in Erstenyak is that the blockchain has the potential to do for the enterprise communications. The same disruption that enterprise resource planning ERPs did for internally for the for, for the enterprises, meaning that ERPs enabled enterprises to know what the left hand does, and the right knows the right hand knows what the left hand does, and the left hand knows what the right hand does. But this does not happen between companies. And now when we are when we are connecting ecosystems you need this trustless layer that's going to allow company A to know what company B does without disclosing too much information, without placing authority and power in a third party that is going to synchronize them together. And this is where, where enterprises are now starting to figure out, hey, there is something that is going to be beneficial for all of us here, let's figure it out. And we have seen it in two in, 2020, that like a lot of proof of concept around this concept were there. I know that one of your previous guests, John Walport, probably yeah. spoke about this. But that well, there is a wonderful, wonderful think tank acti- activity like Group Group Baseline Protocol that I. It's awesome, especially for enterprise. In terms of DeFi, like the blockchain development for public networks, I think DeFi is here to stay. You can we can see it in the prices, even if the things break down. I think that the foundation is so sound fundamentally that the, the thing is here to stay, I think.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, you touched on a lot of great things. I mean, just like you said with John, talking about baseline protocol and having two companies whose tech that you don't want to reveal to each other, but still letting them talk and getting the information that you need to reach consensus and to show that it's really there, I think is super powerful. And once that's figured out and is being implemented, that's, that's going to just vastly make Business dealings way better as we move forward in the future. I agree that DeFi is here to stay; it's not going anywhere. It might still have some from a price standpoint fluctuations up and down, but foundationally, what has been built is is, is solid. On that, as you kind of like kind of take a a bird's eye view as we kind of step into this next decade of tech innovation and even economic innovation, as the world is paying a lot more attention to cryptocurrency and blockchain is now a being seen as a useful technology to build infrastructure on. Where do you think we're headed as an industry as we kind of like look into the future?
1: I think that the blockchain world is turning a hopeful eye towards Ethereum 2.0. I don't know when this is going to happen, but I think that this is a milestone that has been like The more and more I see it in white papers, in conversations that, hey, whenever E2.0 comes, we're going to do X. So the more and more people are waiting for for this to happen, so I'm very hopeful for the time when E2.0 is going to, to drop. Also, I'm looking forward to more and more interoperabilities because different chains, and not even blockchains, you can have like hash graphs, they have specific use cases, specific strengths that are like not present in anywhere else. So I'm looking forward towards interoperability between these networks. And I have seen multiple networks, even our clients that are like now trying to figure out how they're going to to interoperate with each other and making a huge progress. So for me, I'm turning a hopeful eye towards E2.0 and towards interoperability between different chains because a lot of smart smart people have worked on different chains. And when we have the chance to combine them together, I think the thing is going to explode.
0: I agree. It's amazing what happens when you start building bridges between islands and interoperability has been a hot topic that I've spoken with a lot of previous speakers about in 2020. And it sounds like we're getting closer and closer to that being an actual reality. And I think that's coming a lot sooner. I've always been personally bullish on Ethereum. And again, everyone listening, this is not financial advice, but I've always been an ETH fan. And there's so much being built on top of it that like it's almost one of those things where it's kind of too big to fail. But at the same time too, if everything lines up and does what it's supposed to, there are so like, you could see just so much happen so quickly because like you'd have the right things in motion for these companies that are building on top of it for it to explode. So that's, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that as well. But, you know, George, I really do appreciate you spending some time with us, dropping all your knowledge with us today. But what is the final thought that you want to leave with all of our listeners here today?
1: Well, the final thought is that blockchain is here to stay. The blockchain development and the blockchain as a value service is here to stay. And keep believing, keep digging, keep, keep building. And we are all going to make it very, very soon, I believe.
0: Absolutely. Well, again... Thank you so much for for sharing with us. What are some ways that people can connect with you and also can learn more about LimeChain?
1: Yeah, well, you can find us pretty much in any social media, but let's say Twitter, you can find LimeChain at uh, LimeChainHQ and you can find me at Gspasso.
0: Perfect. Well, again, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. And for everyone listening, stay Cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there been an amazing journey and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community each episode we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us for today we would like to share this review today's review comes from cecg83 i've heard about cryptocurrency for a while and i finally decided to learn more cryptocurrency was recommended i'm glad i checked it out excellent content that makes it easy to learn about different companies building in this space We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Current with Richard Carthon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay Cryptocurrent.